Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Watching podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Marcus Hurley. Movies of the year? <sighs> yes. Starting low or yes. starting high? <clears throat> starting at five. I'm going to actually keep okay. track of these. Okay. Uh, so who wants to go first? I think I've got mine sorted. I'm going to stick with what I've got. If I've forgotten films, I might have to change it. This happens every year anyway. Uh, given this is an arbitrary thing. I've been a, yeah. I've, it is a bit arbitrary. I have been keeping a running total of it all year, though, because I've seen so many fucking films. I've seen about 70-odd this year. I've seen about seven, I think. <laughs> but that's because of Odeon Limitless, and I'm probably not going to renew it, by the way, because... Um, oh, really? Okay. Uh... No, probably not, because I've ended up watching a load of shit. Actually, quickly, before we get into any of this, I just want to quickly mention, next year, this is news to you guys probably as well, mm. but um, I am I think we're going to do it fortnightly from okay. now on, because uh, basically we're not recording as often. I haven't got time to make as many episodes out of the things as we normally do, okay. and and it just means I can do not playing one week and then this one the other, so... There'll be a podcast every week, but not on the same channels. So, yeah, that's a bit inside baseball. Anyway, go on then, Marcus. What's your number five movie of 2016? My number five movie for 2016 is Rogue One. <laughs> ah, okay. <sighs> I know. But I am a strange creature. A bizarre creature, some might say. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Probably a fickle creature. Who cares? But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I really enjoyed it. My, I'm looking at my list. And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I'm just going purely by when I watched these films and when I left the cinema, how I felt. <clears throat> because your opinions and things can change and you can get influenced by certain things. So I'm going purely on my instinctual feelings. You know, what, did I go to see this film? Was I thoroughly entertained? Did I enjoy it? How I felt when I left. And I yeah. know Rogue One, it literally snuck in. I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much. Um, no, I wasn't sure because I I had a, a really strong top five, hmm. and I and sort of I, as I was putting it together over the over the whole year, I've been sort of tweaking it. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was kind of like there's certain films in there that I feel should be in there because they're like masterpieces, works of art, have a really important message, 
but then at the end of the day, the thing that kind of just clinched it to move things up and down was whether, like, how much I really enjoyed yeah. it, to be honest. Well, I kept hearing so, the, um, I kept hearing Gladiator's voice screaming, Are you not entertained? Yeah. <coughs> that was pretty much yeah. what I went by. <laughs> cool. All right, Ian, have you got a number five? My number five. Uh, there are, just before we start this list, for me, there are a load of films on here that I, on the list of films that I would probably put in my top five, like Arrival, The Accountant, uh, and certainly some other, some others. But I haven't seen them, and I, I don't want to put them in speculatively. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen so, them either, so no. that's why it's easier for so me. So if I make some weird choices of which, of which this is going to be one, do mock gently. Uh, otherwise, right. I'll stand up and show you. Go me. on. Oh, crack. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> my don't. number five, uh, watched only recently, but uh, I, it was, it exceeded my expectations, and that's what a film has to do for me, uh, was Snowden. Oh, okay. I don't know if anybody else has seen that. It's going to be a quick conversation if you haven't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's not been out long. It's Oliver Stone, isn't it? It only came out the other yeah. week. Um, it is Stone. I think he's lost his way re- recently, or his films have not entertained me recently. But I, I enjoyed this a lot, so I would recommend it. And that's all I'm going to say. It's all public cool. knowledge what happens, but it's it was just done in a in a I thought in a fair way. So yeah, cool. Oh that. well, I'll check that out definitely. Um, my number five is Captain America: Civil War. God, wow! <laughs> at, the t- at the time I watched this, it went straight in at my number one, but has since been battered down by other things. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, a really great entry in the Marvel canon, um, and uh, I actually put out the episode where we recorded where you'd watched it in. I put that out this week. <laughs> Because it had been hanging around for ages. I was just like, shit, I've, what's this doing here? Oh, I better put that out. Um, well, you're not yeah, meant to so say we, stuff we, like that. That's all right, mate. We've all got barrels we had a to big scrape. Discussion about that. <laughs> no, we, uh, we had a big old conversation uh, about it like just a couple of weeks ago on the show, uh, even though it was recorded months ago. Um, so I won't go into it in too much detail. But uh, yeah, top stuff. I like the way that, uh, as we discussed then, the, the, the finale is kind of a bit of a fake out for the real ending. And, uh, even though that middle, that end of act two smackdown in the airport is just wish fulfillment on a yeah. grand scale. Yeah. Cool. All right then, Marcus, what's your number four? My number four, and Ian, you're probably going to hate me because I've put like, I don't know. Um, I don't know why I'd say that, but, uh, you might do by the end of it. I'll never hate uh, you, sweetheart. My number four is actually, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mine as well. Oh, good shout. <laughs> um, oh, cool. I love the holy crap out of this film. Um, considering not much really happens. Yeah. Which is really strange. No, no, but I'm just saying, think about it. They, they go to a little room. They're in the room. Shit happens. Yep. They get out the room. And <laughs> well, that's all it is. Premise. Get out the room but and some other little bits fantastic. happen. I did not expect it to be as good as that. Yep. I did not expect to sit there, literally leaning forwards on, on my seat, feeling "fuck, uh, get out." You know, no, don't do that. Run, up, run away, go and hide, hide in the corner, do something. You know, that sort of back sofa, you know, directing of the cast and all that, and just not knowing who these people are, their backstories, how did they get there, which one's the villain? Yeah, it's kind of like all of the stuff that they try to do in things like. That film with the lift, Devil, where you're not sure which one is the demon or whatever. 
and all those other films where you're kind of left guessing as to where the plot's going, um, but you've got just enough to pull you along. I just found it to be just an experience. Yeah. Um, I was good. just as clueless as the main character. And good. all of this stuff was happening. Was John Goodman a goodie, baddie, or just simple? And you're still not sure by the end of it. And then at the end, you're just completely nice. taken out of it and told, yes, this is happening in the same world. It's worthy of its title. And shit is still going on. So that first Cloverfield film, I was thinking, okay, something that big happens and you're not quite sure where that leads to. Clearly, that was just one of many. And it can, I, I would expect there to be at least another film yeah. at some point because it's a global event, as they showed on there. Yeah, and they're talking about doing it as it some was, kind of a yeah, franchise I, thing. I've got to say, it was just one, it was one of, I was, I was, I wasn't sure where to put it though in the list. Um, and I think my list, even though it's five to one, all of them can probably pip each other in some way. So I found it kind of difficult. So even though it's four, um, in some ways I enjoyed Rogue One more than it, but in some ways I enjoyed this a lot more than Rogue One. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic film. Just if you haven't seen it, I'd just recommend Excellent. it highly, highly. So fantastic acting. Yeah. That's my number four as well, and everything that Marcus has just said, I 100% agree with. I'm glad it's in both. I'm glad it's in both your lists. It it didn't make mine, um, but you know it's definitely one that. No, that's all right. Ian. You'll probably groan at a lot of my ones. Well, there's only three left, no, so we can't go that bad. It's definitely an honourable mention, and I'm looking forward to see what Dan does next because yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, power to him. Uh, okay. Uh, so my number four is Rogue One, which we've already gone on, gone on about at length already. So I'm going to skip to my number three, which is The Revenant. Okay. Uh, this is the uh, Got DiCaprio. DiCaprio, the Oscar. Uh, it actually, it's it's one of those films that actually people would count as a film from last year, but it didn't come out in the UK until January. So it got all the kind of recognition and awards it was going to get then um, by BAFTA as well, I think. Um, but yeah, it won loads of awards. Uh, it's still it's still with me uh, <laughs> all through the year. I've not been able to budget out of my top five. Uh, so I've left it at three, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Um, but yeah, cr- cracking film about revenge and survival. Um, brilliant turns from Tom Hardy. Some excellent cinematography. Um, but yeah, not not kind of an effort to watch. I would say it's quite grueling, but just just brilliant. <coughs> Looks amazing throughout, and uh, I yeah I I've still got a place for it in my top five. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, uh, Ian, what's your number three then? Okay, so for many years now, I think I've complained about comic book movies and how they're all basically the same. <laughs> Thankfully, though, this year we had Deadpool. Or was that that, oh, that cool. was this year, right? I'm pretty sure that that, that yep, was this yep, year. Yep, yep, it was this yeah. year. So it was Valentine's Day. I remember yes, it well. It was the my birthday. Campaign I saw was it, so. <laughs> so for me, my number three this yeah. year because I have missed the other films that I think would replace it <coughs> is Deadpool, and because it was anti, it was uh, there was a lot of lampshading. You can Google that because I was reading about that today, uh, and. <laughs> Tons of fourth wall breakage, and I love all of that. And it didn't take itself seriously. It took the piss out of everything that I despise about these films. Uh, my number two is going to be uh, <laughs> um, 
hypocritical now, but I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to the sequel. I think Ryan Reynolds is awesome. His wife was great in The Shallows, which would be my number six, probably. The Shark movie. Um, so, yeah, that's it. It's not it's not going to win many awards, I think, except in the hearts of people who want decent graphic novel entertainment. So, there. It was brilliantly uh, subversive of like the genre and, and the whole, like, yeah... <laughs> You know, these are, we've only got two X Men because that's all the budget yeah. we have. All that kind <laughs> and we of can't stuff. Call them yeah. either. <laughs> and bringing yeah. forth the mansion is like, yeah, big place. You'd think there's only two of you. <laughs> and the little, the little hand, I remember <laughs> yeah, being oh quite God. amusing. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole drive-by thing. It's and also, don't forget, you moments. had um, what's her name? Um, Nico Nichols. Uhura from Star Trek. And Marina back around as well. No, that wasn't her. That wasn't her. I thought it was her, but that wasn't her. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I have nothing to say about, about this, that, except I, I was... wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, Who was it then? Oh, well. Who was it? I don't know. It was just an old black lady. <laughs> I'm pretty certain it was her. I'm pretty certain it was her. Oh, was sweet it? mother yeah, of God. I think certain. it was as well. I'm pretty certain. Are we Having Googling been a Star that, Trek then? fan for years, I'm pretty certain. If it wasn't, it's the best impressionist of her I've seen. I think maybe they mo- wanted to get her, but couldn't. I don't know. Hold on. I'm not seeing on. her We've on the find credits. Out now. No, it's not. The blind lady. She was played by Leslie Uggams. She was oh, in Deadpool. Yeah, That's I know not her. Mean, yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. Oh sorry. Oh my god. Well, good for her what, for looking though. like her. She's got a that second was, calling. That was an excellent cameo. That was, that was great. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And you've spent all year <laughs> thinking it was her. I did. And you've ruined his Christmas yeah. now, you bastard. Oh, well. Right. God damn you, Robert. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right then, Marcus. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, That's all right. Tell us your. What's your number three then? Uh, number three is. Let's see what he says here. It says Robert. Is a dick. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's uh, my number movie. three is actually um, the recent CG extravaganza was the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Cool, cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I watched it and I just thought, oh my god! I just something about it. It just it felt like I was a kid watching the Disney version. It somehow managed to capture the magic of it but in a slightly more adult way. Um, whilst at the same time, it was, I don't know, I just, I just, it really, it, it tickled me. I, I really enjoyed it. I just thought it was great. I thought Bill Murray as Baloo was brilliantly deadpan and just sort of, you know, oh, he's tired. So is Bill Murray probably these days. <laughs> Perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. just Elba as Shere Khan. I just thought, God, it's just like, it's all... It's all brilliant. Even Scarlett Johansson as, um, oh, I can't remember. The, the snake. snake. Yeah. I thought because she tends to stare at the screen a lot, it just works. It even looked yeah. like her face. Uh, <laughs> mm. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I just found it was, it was one of those few times where someone has an idea and you think, oh God, not another remake. Cause sort of there was one a few years ago before that, I think. Um, and it just seemed to work. Uh, awesome. So yeah, I've, I've really, really enjoyed that. I, yeah. 
Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It was it was pretty cool. I liked well, and says it all really. She loves murder yeah. and death and horror. So. <laughs> what? What? Walken is the big ape. He was that was that was oh, yes. inspired. That as was well. the star of the show, and and yeah. the end credits as well. Oh my god, we just owned it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, on to number What's two your number three, now. Rob? Yeah, what was your number uh, three? My number three was okay, The Revenant. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my number two is Tale of Tales, which I was banging on about when I saw it halfway through the year. Didn't get a big release, but this is um, this is a story about three uh, fairy tales that all link together. It's got, um, it's got Salma Hayek in it and Toby Jones. Quite an eclectic <laughs> cast, Vincent Cassell. Just really reminded me of those old, like, storyteller, the old storyteller show and those kind of classic dark fairy tales that, and, and it had all the rough edges of those, uh, stories amplified. You know, it didn't shy away from flayings and <laughs> nudity and violence and, you know, it was just proper good adult, uh, fiction. So that's my number two. Excellent. Uh, what's yours, Ian? Mine. And I await your hypocrisy judgment. <clears throat> Mine is Batman versus Superman, the long version oh, that everybody hated. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. Over the last oh couple of months, I've watched this movie probably once every two weeks. While I've been doing other stuff. What? While I've been doing game stuff on one monitor, this has been running in the background, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Rob's actually twitching. Oh my god! Rob's, Rob's imploded. I, now I can see star. another reason to love it is Rob's "You're a fat crazy man" reaction. That reaction. <laughs> the more you do that, know. Rob, the more he watches. It is it. not without its flaws, as we have discussed before. It is not a flawless movie at all. But I like. I love the math of it, where they're connecting over the math. I'm just doing that to piss Rob off. <laughs> I tell you what, the second time I saw it on the on the the, the extended week long the extended week long supercut, I didn't mind it so much in that. Yeah, but, um, I, I didn't see the normal version. Uh, I, I've only I've bought twelve times now the extended edition. Uh, but I, I loved it. I, I, I like get, all the characters. And then you just throw it away. Go. Yeah, yeah I like oh, all the characters, again. and it makes making me excited. It's rubbish. For, it away. It's making me excited for Wonder Woman. Excited for Justice League, and not just because she's pleasant on the eye. I'm excited for that movie. I think it's going to be a good thing. Um. So I'm sorry yeah. that you have reacted so negatively, Rob. This is. This is. No, it's fine. That's you know, it's That's all fine. about diversity. I had a feeling this might come up. I, I, um, actually, it's in my because we've got runners up as well. Yeah, should we mention yeah, them? Yeah, we'll get or to that. Can we, we'll mention them after. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, take some. T- my but number. If no, don't don't need to bring it up. If we're talking about it now, talk about it now. Whatever yeah, you think. Cool. Uh, well, that's, rather that, than that's going back that, to it. Got an honourable mention for me: the ultimate edition supercut one. Because I left the cinema initially a little bit confused, and I don't know whether it's because of a second viewing, um, but I found that I, I mean, we talked about it, I found I really enjoyed the extended version, somehow adding half hour to the film, an extra half an yeah. hour of little cuts here and there, seemed to add a bit more cohesion to it. Um, the last fight still is just a massive popcorn, oh look, you're getting bored, explosion! Yeah. But... Up until that point, it's all a bit, yeah. 
and I know the end of it is a little bit. It's, um, it's schmaltzy oh and God, sentimental. What's that film? League League of <laughs> Extraordinary Gentlemen. I can forgive them for copying yeah. that. <laughs> wow, that's some good knowledge. I've completely forgotten about that film. All I remember <laughs> is there was a submarine and Sean Connery. Yeah, it's a bit at the end where he, it's, in that film he says the idea is that Sean Connery is immortal and he can't die, even though he dies. But then oh, yeah, right at the back. end, you see if the you grave. If you just keep talking about it, I'll remember that. Yeah, that, but then, but then you see the grave, like, you see the stones vibrating, <laughs> and the little witch doctor guy laughs, and then you know he's wow. coming back. Whereas in Superman, you have the same thing. You had the tremor, and the dirt starting yeah. to shift. So right. yeah, either someone's let rip, or Superman's coming back. But, <laughs> but um, cool. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, honorable I'm, I'm sorry for including uh, that, but I'm glad it got that reaction, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> It, it it was it was already it was. Yeah, <laughs> what was your number two, Rob? Uh, I've already Tale done mine. It was Tale oh. of Tales. What's cool. what's yours, um, mate? Well, go, mine was um, strange one. This some would say Doctor Strange. <laughs> ah, okay, um, cool. Glad he's it, turned up. It was just. It was kind of like, for me, it was a bit like Ant Man, all over again. In which case, what? it was another Marvel film, another big comic book thing, which obviously you guys know is very big. I've got a big place in my heart for comic book films. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just different enough for me personally that I was wowed by it. I know the Inception bits that everyone said was amazing. They, for me, they weren't the important bits. It was everything else in between. The whole way that they do magic and stuff and everything else. Cause I was wondering how the bloody hell are they going to do that? You know, I know you've got the way that they've done it with four was by mixing science and technology and making it appear to be magic. You know, yeah. the open dimensional gateways. It was magic in some way, because how else would you have a mystic hammer that can destroy anything? Um, That's yeah. what I've got. But, yeah, it was all a bit more spiritual, wasn't yeah, it? And, but I, I really liked it. And I thought the way that he played a kind of pseudo Dr. House at the start and was extremely arrogant and the violent way in which his accident occurred they didn't seem to pull any punches and he was a complete arsehole and it was very much like watching an old kung fu film which i thought was yeah. great for the setting where you know he has to go and the master is all there and all that and you've got the bad the t- jealous student and you you know it was very much like watching one of those old films like you know those old jackie chan films or whooping films like snake and eagle shadow and you know and i personally it just something in me just really agreed with it but I think that's the beauty of film, you know. Yeah, I, I think it was it was very much like another origin story. Yeah. But it was it. We're now kind of hitting the uh, the Marvel archives, the the B and C list characters, and it's kind of interesting because some of that stuff, you know, it's not as well known, but it's actually no. but it's really pretty interesting because it's been going different. for a while. It's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, these characters yeah. have been out for a hell of a long time. It's just you never see them on a <clears> on a duvet. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, basically that's how you market isn't it I mean but yeah. I, I just thought it was really good I, I, I mean I can even forgive them for completely and utterly 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 fucking up with the big demon dude Domamu. Um, you know he shouldn't be a wavy energy faced person looking like Zordon from Power Rangers he, <laughs> he should be a big flamey headed armoured demon that's about 50 to maybe 100 foot tall depending on his mood <laughs> um, yeah, with like a big claw-like hand and stuff, but I can forgive them for that because the rest of the film was just amazing, and he was just a a thing, and it was maybe it could have even just been a representation of him rather than actually being yeah. him. You just saw a face, so I'm, um, uh, you know, you can 
I'll just let that slide because the whole film in general, I thought was great. That weird librarian guy who had no humor. The humor was just, it was off, but funny. You know, when he's sitting <laughs> listening to Beyonce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, warm. Just, just the way that they somehow put little bits of humor in there. But anyway, yeah, it, for me, it was, it was, um, Up I'd there. say number two because it just, I don't know, it tickled me in a good way. A lot of these films. Cool. All right, then we're into uh, the our number ones then. Number one movie of the year for me was Arrival. Uh, yeah, just absolutely brilliant. Uh, Denny Villeneuve, a uh, story written by a very clever science person. Can't remember his name. But yeah, um, yeah, alien, alien communication. And uh, that's how the film begins. Turns into something else that is profound and moving and beautiful. And I was a sobbing mess by the end. Uh, one of the, you know, one of those sci-fi movies, that, like, the kind of thing that Nolan makes, but probably even surpassed that, in my opinion. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. Mm. Yeah, I plan to. And, 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 and really, uh, a really hopeful film as well, for considering all the shit that we've had this yeah. year, um, with politics and nonsense. Um, it, it had a really clear positive message um even if it made it seem even more far-fetched than it was um it was it was all it was a very human story despite there being aliens in it and stuff so to say any more would spoil it so i won't say any more um but that's my movie of the year we can do mine quickly uh what's your one we talked about it last time this time next time okay cool i'm gonna be quick as well uh mine shockingly weirdly enough is um civil war Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I, it wasn't initially, but I don't know. It's just something about the way that they've continued. I mean, after like two Avengers movies and countless other films about characters and this and that and everything else, somehow I was still really invested in the plot. And yes, there were some parts in which I was like, I'll oh, get on with it. You're just being a bitch because you need to move the plot along. But. <clears throat> It's just somehow they managed to get all of these people on the stage and in the areas and the set pieces, and it worked. It worked fantastically. It was completely different to the Civil War story that I knew, but in terms of the Marvel, the MCU, I thought, wow, they've they've really pulled a belter out whilst launching like Spider-Man: Homecoming yeah. and you Black know Panther. and the Black Panther introduction. I thought it was just a fantastic way of doing all of that. And I just, thought, I just couldn't believe it. I just thought, wow, this is literally like the third Avengers movie. They, well, they, the they, they could of... have not bothered with Age of Ultron. <clears throat> Age of Ultron basically just introduced Vision, Vision, yeah, and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> now it was almost, it was the first film of Phase Three, wasn't it? Yeah. So it, it was kind of the inception point where a lot of this stuff is going to sort of mm. go from. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. That's why it was, I yeah. included it in my top yeah. five. We won't go any more about it because it's, yeah, we've all talked and ranted about it for God yeah. knows how long. <laughs> no, I'm glad I put that episode out like this week then because, uh, it was like a little precursor for your movie. It's like we knew. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Just very quickly then, uh, was there anything that was, that was criminally missed out of the top five that, uh, um, Dragon for me. None of us mentioned. Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, that made me cry Obviously like Deadpool a motherfucker. And Batman v Superman were, were mine, but for me, um, two thirds of Suicide Squad. 
Oh, <laughs> okay. Apart from, apart keep, from like, we can the make last act and, and a few niggles. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. <laughs> well, no, I, I really enjoyed the film. I thought it was really quite nicely done, considering it was supposed to be just a bunch of assholes get together and try and save the world. But I just got tired of the big porthole in the sky. I thought, come yeah. on, put one in the ground, do something that's different, flip death, it, it, turn it around. Um, so yeah. the last act and the fact that they criminally underused Huntress because I, I, I really hoped that she would have survived the end of that film because I wanted to see a film based on that character because it looks so damn cool. That's why I, I would say that film up until the point where she became a corporeal being rather than a vengeful spirit, which, um, film was awesome for me. But the moment yeah. that, that happened and her brother turned up and it seemed like a quest in like a MMORPG. Oh, you have to beat up the big guy and then go and stop the, the little woman and then stop the flamey portal yeah. spinny thing. And collect 20 <laughs> rocks just thought, on Oh, God, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, two thirds of Suicide Squad. Okay. Okay. I've got a couple. I've got polar opposites here. Uh, on one, if you're, if you, if you're looking, um, if you're feeling happy and want to depress yourself, uh, you could watch Son of Saul, which is a harrowing film about being uh, in a Jewish concentration camp, uh, but was filmed in such an incredible way that it didn't kind of linger on any of the horror. It was all just kind of happening in the so- edges of the screen, um, and 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 it's a that is a an amazing story. Um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, uh, probably Sing Street. So if you're feeling a bit down and you want cheering up, uh, that's a awesome musical by um, John Carney, who did um, uh, Once and uh, Begin Again. He's done a few cool films. Uh, it's all about like a, a kid in Dublin uh, growing up during the 80s and uh, wants to be in a band. And uh, yeah, really uplifting movie. I, I, I okay. really enjoyed that. It's well worth a look. Um, yeah, there's there's a hell of a lot more I could mention, mm. but um, Midnight Special that was a yeah, that, that was, was a good, good movie that, good. that uh, I think we both enjoyed <coughs> yeah. in. Uh, Girl with all the gifts, Kubo and the two strings that was cool. Um, I also forgot to mention Finding Dory was my little happy-go-lucky uh, cinema yeah. experience. I really enjoyed that. I'm not gonna I'm not ashamed to admit that. <coughs> it was just nice. Uh there were a couple of movies that I saw that were kind of like quite high up for a, for a while earlier in the year, just on a on the strength of their technical accomplishments. One was called Victoria, which was a film that was two and a half hours long, all done in one take, shot in Berlin, uh, and it's and it and it takes it's all done in real time and all in one take. Apparently, they did it three times, ended up using the first one, so that was that was amazing just to witness. Um, and the other one was uh, Hardcore Henry. Yeah, that was fun. Which is a, yeah. a first-person yeah. uh, movie where it's just all completely first-person. <coughs> Some of the that. mad shit in that is just will blow your mind. It's like grim and super violent. <sighs> and it's like a video game, basically. It's but insane, yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> have you seen that, Marcus? Uh, yeah, I, I might have to watch it again. I've, I think I told you about it. I think, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It, I, you need to see this. It's insane. <laughs> it's yeah, just... I just thought that both those films were like cool, just from a like 
I can't believe they did this sort of <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, cool. Anyway, that's movies. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk, where you can also hear myself, Marcus and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast, and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. use that flame just the same you can do. Oh, how magnificent it would be. A gigantopithecus like me could learn to do like you humans do. Can learn to be like someone like